<laughs> Hold on. Before uh, I say anything, that I meant to tell you the last time, Tommy, I found that quote in my phone that you told Claire the one time. The explanation <gasps> is more confusing than just trusting us. So good. <laughs> welcome. Remember that. Welcome, everybody, to the Craft Heads podcast, episode 133. This is the podcast about nothing but also everything where my best friend of 22 years and I, Tommy, get together and usually banter about a particular topic or just banter in general. We always have an alcoholic beverage of some kind, whether it's a crafty cocktail, beer, or wine. And we have some shout outs and some announcements and all kinds of cool stuff. But I just want to, I'm very excited. I want to welcome back (laughs) Tommy to the show because it's been a bit. Thanks for having me. There's a lot of new listeners lately, and um, for you might not even recognize his voice. So Tommy is my usual co-host. We're slowly getting back into the swing of things, and I figured we could call this episode Reunion. Oh, nice. Just generally. I like it. There's so much to talk about, so much to catch up on. We're going to do a lot of that on air. Um, histor- I have a quick question, yeah. if you don't mind. Go. Um, have you, since, it's been a while since I've actually listened to an episode. I've probably listened to one of like the last 10, just with life being so crazy, and we can get into that. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be transparent about all the things that have been going on, and you'll understand why you haven't been hearing my voice for for a while. But um, have you been still... Uh, I noticed with the... I did listen to the Brozich and um, Dom. Dom episode of Blood Mountain, and you guys just jumped right into it. But I was wondering if you were still saying, this is the podcast I do with my best friend normally, or have you been leaving me off? I think 50-50. Okay. Yeah, right. o- only because like... Honest to God, it could be confusing to people. And right. like, oh, the best friend's Terry, best friend's Matt. You know, like, yeah. And uh, that was a funny one, by the way, the Blood, Blood Mountain episode, because Dom was all excited. Yeah. She's like, oh, I can't. I've always wanted to be on a podcast. And I was like, oh, this is going to be cake. I'm just going to let her talk for an hour. And uh, first timers, you know, it's got <laughs> a, little, a little shaky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but thank you for being on the show, Dom. But anyways, um, yeah, we'll, we'll get into what's going on in Tommy's life. Um, let, let me start with the shout outs just because I did promise quite a few for this episode. So, and I'm going to go in order. Uh, basically, in a building that's right around, an office building right around from where Tara and I live, there's a uh, liquor store, and they're brilliant because they have it in a huge office building where people can grab their liquor before they go home, you know, from their beehive. And oh, nice. it's a great idea. It's called like sw- at the bottom of a bunch of offices. No, it's like in the middle of the building, like in a huge lobby area. Point it out. What direction? Um, it? It's at North Park, so the brown buildings okay. in Sandy Springs. But okay. um, it's called Soiree. And uh, I finally wanted to uh, talk to the owners, like in depth a little bit. And um, I met Farhana there. And her, she, her, well, her, I'm just going to say generally, her family owns the place. And what was really interesting is not only do they do a good job of, of supplying lots of different kinds of you know spirits and, and wines, they have a big emphasis on, on wine there actually, and they host stuff in the building. But I found out that, I don't know, six months ago, sometime this year, they opened up a sister, like it's called Taste Bottle Shop, mm. but they, they have- I like that name. I know, it's great. They have beer, uh, spirits, and wine, and it's- practically right across the street from this office building off of uh, Mount Vernon, uh, for anybody who's familiar with the area. And both places have excellent people and an excellent um, 
selection. Thank you. You're welcome. I was going to have to like pause and cut it out. Thank you for that. So that's, this is why I needed you, Tommy. Yeah. But uh, Farhana at Soiree and uh, H, her brother, uh, Hussein at Taste Bottle Shop, just really great people. And I'm always about trying to find like good, reliable nearby places. And now these are my absolute go-tos. Mm-hmm. So really great stuff. Um, good to meet both of you. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more of you because I'm an alcoholic. Um, <laughs> and I wanted to feature our cocktails. Um, are from their shop? Both of them, nice. actually. Um, we'll, we'll introduce the cocktails, and then I'll finish. There's three more, like two more shout-outs, and then we'll plow into Reunion. Okay. But So, Tommy, um, we'll start with... Do you want to start with this or this? They are not combined. Uh, let's go shot first. Okay, shot first. Excellent. So, I wanted to surprise my wife, Tara, with a new bottle of tequila, because she is a tequila hound nowadays. Please be mezcal. Please be mezcal. It's not mezcal. Oh! But, um... I love mezcal, did really. I, did I tell anybody that crazy fact that, or you for that matter, that all tequila is mezcal, but not all mezcal is tequila? I wait, wait, say that again. All tequila is... I thought all mezcal was tequila. Nope. It's the opposite? Mind blown. Okay. Tequila, mezcal is like the basest spirit. And then uh, tequila is a subsidiary of it. So when we've been asking our six, like, what's your favorite six spirits thing, we should be saying mezcal instead of tequila? It's one of those things where when you're right, you sound stupid (laughs) because everybody else is technically wrong. It's very strange. It's really cool, though. Uh, You can learn about that. Mezcal, the the earthy, smoky flavor comes from the biggest differences. It literally is made in a clay pit Uh in the earth, whereas you can do tequila and copper stills. But anyways... So this wait, is, can I ask a question? Yeah. And maybe you don't even know the answer to this, but so mezcal and it's associated with that smoky taste that you were just saying. Mm-hmm. That so mezcal is always smoky, and then whenever they make tequila out of mezcal, they just remove, they like filter out the well, smokiness. No, no it has to do with how it's um, like the distillation process and everything. Right. It's not like they remove something from it. It's just that I, I see why you would ask that because of me saying that like tequila falls under it. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll, I might have to do a little bit of follow-up research. But okay. I, I remember reading it and being generally like, what? And it was so big that it stuck with me. So now you're freaking me out because now I'm like 95% <laughs> sure instead of 100% sure. All right, we'll, good. we'll follow up. Anyways, this is Siempre Tequila. Um, and it was a pretty cool story that uh, Farhana was telling me about, the founders of it. Basically, guys who were like at the you know, bought up like a, an, a, in a rut in their life and turned things around, put maxed out their credit cards to start a distillery and uh, Siempre, which is always in this Spanish. label is beautiful. It, I mean, that was a selling point. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. You can see it in the picture. So we'll start off with a shot of Siempre, which is a tequila that, that I found at Soiree. Thanks, Farhana. Cheers, Spitta. Are we, what's the salt Do you want for? salt? I don't really need it, I but you brought it over here. Yeah, I just, I don't feel like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god! I love tequila so much. Whoa, that has a lot of flavor for tequila. It, it's kind of sweet, mm-hmm. like deliciously so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. It was. It actually is sweet forward. Yes, that's like the first thing. You Holy taste. crap! That's a. I would. That's a rare tequila. Like I love shooting tequila, but that's a tequila I might actually sip on. Hey, good news! That's the blanco. They um, there's a reposado and an añejo. Obviously, I don't. I don't think they had the reposado in the store. They did have the añejo, or vice versa. I went with that. It's it's about thirty five a bottle. So I feel like for what I just tasted, that's a really solid product. Yeah, that's some thirty five bucks is great price. Point. Craft Craft Heads approved. <laughs> um, second drink. Now this is because of some really cool stuff that we got from H over at Taste Bottle Shop. Uh, the first 
Well, actually, I'll tell you what the, uh, thank you. I'll tell you what the cocktail is. It is a walnut old fashioned. What the I'm, fuck? I'm going to cleanse my palate yeah. with our reverse osmosis water. <laughs> mm. Needed that. Okay. Cheers, bro. Back to back drinks. Yeah, right. <laughs> All 9,000 taste buds. Warm it up. Aerate it. That's a 10. Um, so actually I'm not, I'm not a huge old fashioned guy. Mm -hmm. People, I, I, I think I'd look like an old fashioned guy because people always say that to me. <laughs> like, Oh, I'm surprised you didn't get an old fashioned or something. I, I like, I'm just because people... I'm a good looking young man doesn't mean <laughs> I like old fashioned. I, whatever. And so it feels like every time I order a cocktail at a restaurant, I always end up getting the girliest cocktail, like the girliest glass you know it doesn't sound like it's going to be mainly drinks are often delivered in girly like coupe glasses yes that happens yeah i mean meanwhile it's like straight booze mm -hmm. so this is this is a little first of all i think it's very good it is a little sweet for me because i do love old fashions and they should have some sweetness to them but um overall the it's definitely different from the sweetness that you taste in a in a regular old-fashioned and here's another thing i took a liberty I wanted to combine two things that I got from Taste Bottle Shop to to make this old fashioned. So it, this is not traditional um, bourbon. Mm. This is called Apadan. I don't know if that's how it's pronounced. Smoke and Sea. It's forty six percent, so it's pretty hossy. It's straight bourbon whiskey that is finished in French oak and is it Islay or Islay? I S L A Y. I feel really dumb right now. I've never even heard that word. But it's uh, it's finished in Scotch barrels. So hmm. if you try this plain, it's kind of smoky for a bourbon. Okay, sorry, right. it, it is smoky for sure. I mean, that's it's what's continuing. And you can probably get some ASMR there. Are you touching a? Are you topping it off? To well, do you want to try it plain? It? You don't have to. Yeah, yeah. Pour me like a half. Do you want to rinse that with water or no? That's no, I don't care. No? So, um, I I actually should know this. I wish I did. Ugh. I just bought a bottle from the liquor store. By the way, I, I'm actually on like a seven-day binge right now. Good man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just a heads up. But um, I bought a bourbon bottle, and it's almost gone already, like three days later. Uh, not all for me. I've been sharing it with others. But it, I always look for my, – my selling point on a bourbon bottle is small batch. If it says small batch on it, I will buy it. I like it. And normally I don't – I like to hover in like the 30 to $50 price range for a bottle of bourbon. Because when you get below 30 I feel like it starts to just get a little harsh. And they take away. Yep. But I did, I almost bought a um, a bottle of bourbon. I didn't. This is the one I didn't buy. It's called uh, Dead Man's Bourbon, and it's made from the same. Dead people? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they cut off arms, and they just, there's a finger floating in the bottom, like, like the like worm. Like a mezcal worm? Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I think it's, or it might, it's either Dead Man's or Dead Guy's, but it's made from the um, the same makers that make Dead Guy it's a it's a dis, a beer. It's a brewery that's uh, got really popular. So they made a a bourbon from the same place. A uh, cool looking bottle, but on the the whole reason I'm bringing this up is it said they age it in ocean. It's ocean barrel aged. What does that mean? I I think that's. Have you seen that? I think it. I, yes. Okay. I think it has something to do with the whole ocean, like Scotchy, uh, Scotland Isles, mm -hmm. Scottish Isles. I. 
I feel like there's a connection there. For all I know, maybe it's literally because it was a barrel on a boat in the ocean. It yeah. could be that simple. But I, you're right. I've seen that, and I feel like it's a theme in some ways. And the good news is um, this says for batch information, go to www. Blah, blah. They have their website, and it says batch number 28 right on the bottle, and that's handwritten. That's so this cool. is it's, – it's probably not like – Crazy mass produced. I, I I'm sure you could learn more about also it. Also handwritten. Yeah, on the Siempre bottle. Yeah. By the way, um, <clears throat> I pour. I had my taste. It tasted weird with tequila, so use that one because I re-poured you into the one that I already rinsed out. Okay. With, with this little sip right here. Yeah. Yeah, that's good too. It's good. It, it's good. It's not. I w- I'll. Uh, Next time I'm on air, if I'm still drinking that bottle, yeah. hopefully I will be and not have finished it in another day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll be able to tell you what it is, but I really like that bottle and it was like 30 bucks. So. Yeah, and I don't remember exactly what this Oppidan was, but I want to say it was like 35 or something like that. And then, so in the Walnut Old Fashioned, it was the, the bourbon with the scotch twist, um, obviously bitters, and then uh, barrel finished, I'm going to say it's called Nocino, N-O-C-I-N-O. From Watershed Distillery, which is located in Ohio, and it's a walnut liqueur. So that's it's it's pretty pretty cool stuff. And this is not uh, cheap. This is three seventy five mils, so it's a half of a fifth basically. And this was like thirty bucks. Oh, nice. Yeah. So this is crafty, and uh, thanks to James for letting us borrow that for the podcast. Oh, nice. This is James. Yeah, he bought that because he he was. It looks like gasoline. Well, and he's on this weird thing. Another fun fact for the podcast. Um, He's eating black walnuts lately. Uh-huh. Have you ever had black walnuts? No. Okay, so they're, we're going to do it after the podcast. Okay. <laughs> and I have determined that they are one of those things like asparagus in the sense that everybody's pee smells, but only some people can smell it. And cilantro, it tastes like soap to some people, tastes mm-hmm. great to some people, tastes great to me. Black walnuts, I also think are in that category because he loves them and they make me gag. Like, oh, the really? first time I ever had them, I legit thought they were rancid, and I, I was, like, mad they tasted so bad. <laughs> and he just, he thinks they're delicious. What the hell? Yeah, it's very strange. Um, we had several other people try them, and uh, Tara definitely hated them, too. Kurtz <laughs> was okay with them. Kelly, I thought Kelly was going to vomit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's great. Anyways, we did the first shout-outs. We did the drinks. Thank you guys for supplying, with, supplying us with the really awesome beverages. Keep them coming. And then the last shout-outs, so we were in Denver a couple of weekends ago. Um, Tara and I and a couple of friends, and we made three, uh, two stops in the city because we had a little bit of time in the morning. We actually we flew into Denver. We were actually going out of town, like Bailey, Will of the Wisp area, to just hang out in a cabin in the woods and, in the mountains. But we stopped at two coffee shops. One was called Huckleberry Roasters, and they had some good stuff. They had a really wacky... I had to get the weirdest thing on the menu, obviously. And it was cold brew and limeade. Ew. That sounds terrible. <laughs> it was weird. But on a hot day, it would be really refreshing. Okay. Yeah. Cold brew and lime. Those are just so conflicting it tastes. Is, it was very strange, and I'm sure that would be very acidic also, so watch out for heartburn. But it was a, it was a cool experience, and I'll also say I got their avocado toast, and it was probably the best I've ever had. Mm. And it was like the size of my head. Nobody so, makes better avocado toast than me. Uh, well, I, I want some. Okay. We'll do it on an episode one yes. day. But uh, yeah, so that's the first one. I didn't talk to anybody there uh, per se, but then we went to another place called Little Owl because I wanted to taste two coffee or taste, test two coffee shops. This one took the cake. As soon as I walked in, I knew it would be my my jam because it was tiny and it looked like a coffee shop in Japan. And I even told the guys working there that, and they were like, "It's funny you should say that because our owner 
based this off of coffee shops that he loved and experienced overseas. And nice. I was, so yeah, it was really cool. Had a bomb ass pumpkin spice latte and just want to say thank you to Eli and Scott. Those were the two gentlemen who were working there at the time. And, um, uh, sorry, Huckleberry, uh, little owl wins the coffee shop <laughs> contest between the two of you guys. But they were both great experiences. I'm assuming you didn't talk to anybody at little Huckleberry. Uh, no, okay. I did not. So it, it, it it works out. They'll probably never hear this until <laughs> Little Al goes over and rubs it in their face. And um, then we went out to... This accredited podcast thinks that you guys suck. It has tens of thousands of listeners. You guys are toast. Um, now, we went out to... Um, on the way out to our Airbnb, we stopped in the town of Evergreen, which is a really cool mountain town. We went to a place called Revival Brews. They don't brew their own stuff, but they have an excellent selection of uh, beers on tap. Really friendly staff. Um freakishly young people working there and I was confused at first and then I realized in in that state city for sure maybe state I don't know you can serve even if you're not 21 mm. uh, it was like really weird seeing 16 17 however they however old they were serving me and he told me that and I was like oh that's really cool so shout out to those guys and honestly as good as the beer was uh, I got a Nashville chicken sandwich there that was better oh. than any chicken I've ever had in Nashville. Ooh. So okay. that shit was the bomb. Thank you, guys. I need more Nashville hot chicken in my life. And Totally, dude. <laughs> and I can, uh, you guys can probably fill in the blanks. Uh, I can't give you details, but um, I also spoke and made a friend. His name was Dylan, and I really liked him, and he really <laughs> knew his shit. So <laughs> moving on. Um, that, those are all the shout-outs. Um, now, if you stuck with us, appreciate it. I, I know there's, again, there's a lot of new listeners lately. We're going to tell you a little bit about what's going on in Tommy's life and sort of catch up here. But, uh, just as a reminder, if you guys like what you hear on this episode, uh, smash in a five-star, you know, review for us on, on Apple, uh, podcasts. Yeah, I guess Apple podcasts, <laughs> Spotify for sure. And then if you guys are ever interested in supporting us, um, patreon.com slash, uh, podcast. If you pledge even at the $1 per month level, which is $12 a year, you get access to the CHP Discord. And here's an update for you. I'm doing a crypto giveaway in there. Nice. The first one. I'm funding it entirely. It's nothing crazy. Okay. I'm going to do frequent smaller ones as opposed to huge ones. And uh, if you are hearing this and you're not in the Discord, it's too late. You missed the first one. <laughs> but anyways, we've got a great channel in there called Not Financial Advice. Several channels, but that one's really fun. And um, it's not financial advice, but it is. So <laughs> I'm done. I'm going to sit and drink now okay because you've been away for a while tommy you tell the listeners exactly anything you do or don't want to share uh just let everybody know what's going on and uh it's been about a year actually close to it i'll start off with two things that that aren't going to be as serious because i have a couple questions for you first one is um i have a couple of friends julianne and chris uh they're actually claire's good friend from high school and uh her husband chris they both used to work at spotify um, and Julianne was talking to me about podcasts cause she works in the podcast space. And what would you say are the top three podcast platforms? I, if I had to take a guess, yeah, I'm guess. sure I'm going to be wrong on all of yeah. these. Apple podcasts has to be in the top three. Uh-huh. Um, I like Spotify the most cause it shows episode pictures. Yeah. That's why I, if somebody asks me, I'm like, check us out on Spotify. Cause that's half the fun. Sure. Um, Platform. I mean, like, there's the weird Google one that changes its name every six months. Stitcher um, is that Stitcher? Stitcher is another one. Um, Basically, I'll just I'll just stop yeah, you from guessing because yeah, yeah. you have no idea. No, <laughs> I don't. Um, it it's iHeartRadio. 
I can't believe that. Yeah. I'm just It's like called iHeart Podcast or something, sure. something like that. Their version. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I barely even knew that they did podcasts. And she was like, oh, yeah, it's definitely one of the biggest ones. And it's because one of the OG podcasters has a deal with them and will never leave them. Mm. Can you guess who it is? It can't be Joe Rogan. Nope. Because he's on Spotify now. Um, I have no idea. Howard Stern. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Shout out Howard. <laughs> that's really cool. Who doesn't like Howard, right? Yeah, yeah he's fun. He's, have you ever seen, um, shit, what was that movie in the 90s? Bear, like Naked or something like that. Did you ever see that? Bear Naked Ladies. No. <laughs> Keep talking and, and I'll remind everybody what that was called, but that's a funny movie. Okay. No, I haven't, I don't know if I've ever even seen Howard Stern in a movie. I've only ever seen like video versions or like you know streamed versions of him recording private parts no oh, that okay. 1997 private parts it was it was funny i enjoy i watched it in college cool um so yeah that was that was one thing i wanted to ask you about another thing is real quick before we get to the series stuff again um uh show recommendation oh that's right save yeah it for the podcast yes i did save it for the podcast it's um i i haven't told you most many because i've been kind of burned out on tv so just so much media to consume obviously and claire loves tv but it's it's one of our favorite ways to spend time together but um we just started one that i am i think is perfect for you and i'm hoping you haven't gotten too many recommendations of it yellowstone i'm just kidding (laughs) i was just waiting no never heard of it yellowstone since alex had to say at the same time um number one main character kevin costner Mm. Number two, see where this is going. It's it's based in Montana. I know that you guys secretly want to live in Montana with a, a shit ton of land and yeah. not near people. Yeah. Um, number three, um, it's it's country Sopranos. Ooh. Okay. It is Sopranos exactly, and okay. just based in where whatever. I think they're in Montana. I'm pretty sure it's Montana. But anyways, Wyoming maybe. Yellowstone. I, I actually. Oh. Yeah, that would make more sense, right? <laughs> Fuck. It would. <laughs> um, but yeah, maybe you can check that. Uh, anyways, it, it's like a gangy... Organized crime. Organized crime thing in in the in the plains, and it's really uh, beautiful scenery, obviously. Feels a lot like The Sopranos, and I just... You, I know you love Kevin Costner, so I give like, it a shot. I like everything that you said. We're like three episodes in, and Here, it's great. Here's the big question. Yeah. Okay, there's three seasons? Yeah, it's is a it, lot. Is it over? Nope. Hmm. Yeah, it's a commitment. I might wait until it's over. I hate, I'm with you 100%. Any any long commitments, I'm not into. But I'd heard a lot of good things about it. The first episode, I was like, I'm all in. This is awesome. Yeah, and, and it's not even necessarily about like, I, I like knowing what I'm getting into. Mm-hmm. So if I start three, I just got a text from Tara. Yellowstone Park is in three different states. It disappeared off my Mac, but that was really funny. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Tara. So uh, anyways, um even if if something has three, five, seven seasons, I kind of like to know exactly what the commitment is. That might be the only reason. It's still ongoing. Wait. It's still yeah. ongoing. Mm-hmm. And um, it, another funny thing, we were at Chris and Julianne's when we were, I was talking to them, and uh, they love it. And they just the the epi- or season four just was released, and they said like they them and their friends were like in a chat or something going crazy over the first episode. Of What's season it on? Um, Hulu, Peacock, I think. Actually. Peacock. Yeah. I don't know. That's like not something that's easily like everybody has it kind of thing. But um, yeah, th- another thing, Clark has a very um, exclusive service that he's a part of 
that you're only allowed to pay in Bitcoin, but you get access to all of the movies and all of the shows over all of the platforms. So I think that's how they like regulate the amount of people that get influx into it. And like you have to be invited by a member to get into it. That's cool. Clark. Getting rid of Bitcoin is a big mistake, <laughs> but that's it's my like, finance. It's like $8 worth of Bitcoin a month. Mistake. <laughs> Still, I'll stand by that for, okay. the, for the long term, but okay. um, I wish I knew what episode uh, Clark was on so we could shout it out, but it was it was drinking at a cabin in the woods. If anybody's interested, nice. uh, he was on that. Friend Connor was on that. Anybody else? It was just Connor, Clark, and you and me, I think. Yeah that, yeah, that was a really fun episode, and there's some good ASMR out in the woods, but um, maybe but i can't remember <laughs> they'll know how much you like them now uh yeah we're i can promise you i will not watch it if i have to pay for another thing mm-hmm. but eventually once i can i'm definitely interested yeah donate but, money to kevin costner because he's awesome um i you know i i i sell him to enough people <laughs> in movies and shows i was just telling somebody to watch Waterworld the other day it, i mentioned it in the last uh movie cast but we did all of our are like pleasantries and getting reacclimated. We're like twenty minutes in. Yeah, you want to oh, reunionize us? Yeah, no, the, no, don't apologize. The most of the people that are listeners probably know what has been going on with me for the last eleven months. Um, some some of the things, but just to make myself feel better about not being on the podcast for so long because I miss you and I miss all of the listeners and everything and the interactions we've had. I am in the uh, the Discord, so that's been fun. Not financial advice. It's awesome. <laughs> um, but so in December of 2021, found out that my mom had stage four cancer, pancreatic cancer, which is one of the most aggressive forms of cancer. Not not a really great um, survival rate there. So uh, Claire and I pretty much immediately decided to move back to Tampa and live near my family while we were there. Um, and long story short, my mom did not make it. Uh, as of about a month ago, she passed. Um, Claire and I are now moving back to Atlanta, so we will be here and probably, maybe, hopefully, eventually getting my dad on an episode too, since he'll be dancing around, that doing quite a really bit of stuff. Cool. He might be move. He might be moving away from the Tampa house and all that jazz. But um, there's been a lot of other stressors in our life too. Uh, right in the, in the past two months, especially. I know Alex and I actually did get a couple of podcasts in throughout 2021, but Claire and I got married on uh, September 18th of this year, just a couple of months ago. Uh, she started a new job just two weeks before. I just started a new job a week and a half ago, or two two weeks ago. So two new jobs. We got married. My mom died. We just finally bought a house. So... I think I think there's a thing about there's like a, a known thing of the biggest stressors in your life, <laughs> and we nailed about four out of five of them. I think the fifth one might be having a baby. No, we are not pregnant. Oh, <laughs> I'm not ready for that. Either. That would have been a really big like mic drop on the podcast. Oh yeah, and we're pregnant. No, yeah, and you were like save it for the podcast, Alex. <laughs> I didn't I didn't wanted to tell you on air. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, new two new jobs, uh, family member dying, getting married buying a house. It, it's been wild ride. We are ready to be settled down. And in fact, I I, I think I told you this, but it uh, kind of all came, it all washed over me as of um, Wednesday. We're recording this on a Friday. So two days ago, Wednesday night, and I'm talking really late at night, 
we found out that we finally got the house in Atlanta, uh, West Midtown, if anybody's wondering, because I think we have a few Atlanta listeners. But um, at, that was after three other offers that we put in didn't get them. I mean, and we're at, and we're bidding well over asking price on these houses. So for those of you who are also in the hunt, like Claire and I just were, good luck. I <laughs> don't wish it on anybody. It sucks. But whenever our realtor, Dave, who got back to us, Dave is a blessing i love this guy his name's dave sanders and i'm gonna i, I gotta tell him about the podcast now that i'm shouting oh him my, out and i want to work with him next time i buy a property you need to okay. he's so great Done. i'm sold i trust you he's he's just he's just all about us he just wants us to be happy he he's really it's not about the sale for him it's just he really i can tell he cares about his customers and he, ca- he cared about us we'll probably end up buying him you know multiple bottles he's a scotch guy so i'll get him a scotch but um like this when Dave ended up telling us that we got the house, I was elated for about 10 minutes, and then I broke down at the table. We're staying with our friends Carrie and Clark, just mentioned, um, and I started crying at the at the table because I was just – I, I didn't even know what to do. I, I just – I don't cry in front of many people. <laughs> I mean, I, I obviously, I've been doing that quite a bit of that with my mom lately, but – that on top of all of the other things going on, it just hit me like a ton of bricks where I was just, I ha- I just put my head down at it and everybody else was really happy. I think we were all drinking and like, it just hit me and I just started like sobbing at the table, which was just really odd. I've never been like that um, fluctuating with my emotions. So I just, I don't recommend Going through the amount of stressors. <laughs> well, there was that one we thing. That you, there was one thing that happened that was not in your control. Yeah. So that that um, it, it is a lot, Tommy, that you've been through, and uh, <clears throat> I want everybody to know that you know. So many times, Tommy was always like, I'll say, borderline apologetic about like not being more active on the podcast, the Discord, whatever. And I just kept telling him to STFU because I was like, dude, like handle your shit. I'll be here when you get back, and like I I'm. Everybody knows I'm more into craft heads now than I ever have been. So it's only going to keep getting better from here. But I hope that right now, because like those, those tears that you shed, they weren't tears of happiness. They weren't tears of sadness. No. They were just tears. They were like tears you, of overwhelmingness. Yeah, you had a lot of stuff going on. And it's not over, but you're, you're over the hump. Mm-hmm. Actually, you're well over the hump, I think, yeah. at this point. And um, we're, in the last, we're in the last couple laps of just, yes. we close on the house in the beginning of December. Um and then probably moving in over the cool. holidays. Getting through the holidays is another big thing, kind of still with the the changes in our family life. Um, that'll be odd, but I, I'm one one twenty twenty two. I'm coming for you, and I'm I'm going to be a new man, and I love it, and ready to attack the world again. So let me ask you this: right now, in this moment, are you relaxed? <sighs> Or are you still you're still a little tense? Still a little tense. I can feel it. Yeah. I can feel my blood pressure. If you need a more burden, let me know. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm still a little tense. Just, just uh, with, uh, just knowing that we have to do a big move. Still, you know, like we have stuff in storage and having to do all that. It's still, still oh, yeah. tense for that, me. That is daunting. I mean, that's daunting even whenever you're moving like into a new apartment, let alone a completely new home. So, but I will say, starting in thanks, starting like Thanksgiving week. That is my favorite time of the year, starting Thanksgiving week through the end of the year. Mm-hmm. That last month and a half, because 
work everybody at work's just like lax a little bit more they they know like the end's coming and if you don't you're garbage yeah, yeah. and just like two <laughs> big holidays about like a week and a half just mandated off of work mm-hmm. in that week in mm-hmm. that month and a half so i'm excited for that Right on. I'll be happy. Well, there's probably another reason that you're still a little tense, and that is because I want to go on record, and I want everybody to know this, that Tommy came over today, and I beat the living shit out of him in Smash. (laughs) It has been a long time. Uh, Last time we played, which was maybe about a month ago, we were under the influence, and uh, actually, I beat you then too, but only by a razor-thin margin. Did you? Uh, Yeah, yeah. yeah, And it was a a weird upset. Claire took a video of us while we were playing, right? Yes, and I have a hilarious picture of Donkey Kong with his eyes sticking out of his head, but um, yeah, Tommy and I, we, we played... I think seven games, and I won five. Yeah. So I was pretty excited. Well, we're just doing dollar games, so I'm $5 up. Maybe maybe I'll give you a chance to get your money back before you leave. Reiterating one more time, when when Alex and I talk about Smash, uh, several people close to me, Claire, uh, <laughs> thinks that Alex and I are actually having sex when we I've talk talked about seven it. times, and I did better five and out of seven. And I owed you a dollar every yeah. time you did better. Yes. Whoever came second. Oh, God, I'm done. The people who tuned in for the first time are gone. Thanks for coming. You know, I wish oh, you, the you best. Oh, you busted your nut before me. Here's a dollar. <laughs> what a weird concept. Uh, well, I mean, this is pretty run-of-the-mill stuff, especially the longer our <laughs> podcasts go on, uh, the weirder they get because we usually, you know, sometimes we get we get pretty toasty on them. But, um, yeah, so um, cheers, cheers to Don. Um, we cheers. all miss Don. And um, I, I just sort of as, as a closing note on that, I guess, uh, I think we're all, everybody who, who knew her is incredibly thankful that uh, she was at your wedding. Yeah, yeah, that was the big thing. A lot of right? people didn't think that was going to even remotely close to being a possibility. We got lucky for that. It was, it was just a shame that she was so beautiful and like really lively at the wedding. And then, and for those of you who don't know, she immediately went into the hospital. Like our, our wedding was on Saturday and she was in the hospital Monday and uh, never came out. Like and a see, week and a half later, gone. I'm one of those people it's who crazy. firmly believes that's not a coincidence. And mm. I'm not even necessarily talking. I mean, part of it in, in my mind is like divine intervention. But the other part is I feel like sometimes people who go through that, they know things that other people don't know. And, you know, they maybe don't share everything. And I think that was her sheer force of will. It was. I mean, she had motivation to do something, and she got there. And yep. then, I, I even when she was laying in the bed, like I finally, I only got to see her like coherently because Claire and I went oh to the Maldives. We talk about that. Talk about that for a second. Oh, yeah. uh, Claire and I's honeymoon uh, when we got back. So we we left on that Monday that she went to the hospital. We didn't even know she went in until we got to the Maldives like thirty six hours later. My dad was like, I'm hesitant to tell you this, but mom's in the hospital. I think she'll be fine until you guys get back. But it it put a little bit of like just a, an aura over the whole thing. We were like, oh, shit, you know. But uh, when we got back, I had one conversation with her coherently before she was kind of like too drugged up to like mask the pain. And I just said, do you want Claire and I to get married next month again? <laughs> you know, give you something to look forward to one more time. Nice. And, I didn't know and, that about uh, that. I, I know it, it, you know, it's just pipe dreams, but it was, it was, it was, I'm really happy that we got so much time with her. Cause it was, I, I guess I, I say so much time, but the typical lifespan of somebody with stage four pancreatic cancer is six to 12 months. And she lasted nine months. Yeah. She was literally right in the middle, right in the middle. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I want more. It, it's, it's really weird losing your mom, um, 
anybody who <laughs> that ever happens, you're listening to this and remember this, listening to this and need to talk to somebody about it. I'm, I'm here for you. It's not fun for anybody. Alex was a rock for me during this whole thing. And so many other people were also just really supportive and it was really beautiful to see both sides of my family come together for the funeral and everything. But you know, it, it, she was a beautiful person. She's going to live forever in a lot of our hearts and um sorry to bring be a downer, but you know, it's, it, it, it was a, a pleasure to have so many people together in celebrating her. Yeah, absolutely. No, you're not, not it's not a, a downer at all. It's, it's something that I, I thought you, you might want to, you know, just tell the listeners about, uh, you know, what, just what's been going on and everything. And overall, aside from the, the literal ultimate outcome, I mean, it, it, there's been nothing but positivity basically that we've been talking about here. So, and I, I think Don would like that. Mm-hmm. So she would have loved to, oh wait, she was kind of on an episode, right? Early on because oh my, God, my dad what was that she was, I, re- I know what you're talking about. What are you talking? Did he like, t- did she ask something? And she was like, you should talk about this or something. Either I, know what you're I talking about. maybe, maybe she wasn't on an episode. Maybe I said something about her you, on an episode. She was, she did not speak on an episode, but there was definitely a part where she had input mm-hmm. and it was, it was funny and or shocking. Not only did she have input, you know, who came up with craft heads podcast, Don. Don. This is the <laughs> legacy of, of Don. My it. mom came up, Alex and I were like saying, I think we, Crafty Boys was like getting thrown around a little bit. Yeah. And then my mom just said. How about Craft Heads? Yeah, what about I can craft hear heads? her saying that so. Exactly. Mm. And it just seemed a little bit more like commonality, like a common term was Craft Heads rather than us being, oh, Crafty Boys. Boy. Dude, uh, that makes this all the more beautiful now. <laughs> yeah. I, mm, I, For, I totally forgot about that until so right now. I. That's really cool, dude. Yeah. Well, um, we have uh, we have as much time as you have. We're like 35, 40 minutes in. But do you want to give a quick rundown on, on the Maldives? Oh, Only because sure. I don't have many details because we said so before the podcast. That's right. That's right. Um, I will. I I can't give one thing that I have been showing everybody was we had an overwater cabana, like the classic style of a, a tropical honeymoon where you're you wake up on a little cabana in the water that's stilted up and everything. I have like a minute and a half video that I'm going to show you after this that pretty much explains the whole thing and how beautiful I've our... Seen it. Oh, I did show... I, I, that's the only thing I did see. Cool, cool, You cool. did send me that. Well, that was beautiful, um, that video, and anybody who wants to see it, I'd be happy to send it to you because I'm so proud of that video. Mm-hmm. I just took like a minute-long video of me walking through our place. There was an outdoor shower that I pretty much shower twice a day in outdoors. I mean, not nobody could see me doing it, except for Claire if she wanted to, <laughs> which she didn't. <laughs> you sounded so disappointed. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was our honeymoon, of course. Yeah. Um, but there was, like a, there was an outdoor bath. There was an indoor shower, a king bed. Um, we had an open window on the floor of our room that you could look right into the crystal clear water that had um, like little baby nurse sharks and tropical fish swimming through it all the time. We had an infinity pool in our like just outside of our cabana, but it was ours. Nobody else could be in it. Um, just like a deck that we spent a lot of time late night drinking on and playing cards. We loved. We were playing a lot of cards and drinking and eating, obviously, the whole time. Few bars on the island. Few um, food places on the island. I should shout out the name of it. It is um, suck. 
Oh, yeah. One of the only texts I got from Tommy was a bullshit joke. <laughs> Did you tell him what it was? Yeah, it was. We, there was a restaurant called Souk, mm-hmm. and uh, it was S-U-Q. Q, I think. S-O-U-Q, I think it S-O-U-Q, yes, yes, yes. And I just said, I well, I think I said I'm eating at Sook right now. You said I'm eating at Sook, and then in parentheses you put S-U-C-C. <laughs> it, was, it made me really happy. I was like, I, I, I actually mentioned, I was like, you're halfway across the globe. I haven't heard from you in like two or three days, and this is what I get. I was just so pleased. Yeah. It's so good. And and Suck was a Mediterranean restaurant. There was a there was an Italian restaurant. We Claire and I did a cooking class and made our own curry with some of the local chefs. That was really cool. Her sisters bought that for mm. us as a surprise. So wow, that was, that's cool. That was really awesome. But um, yes, it, it was the Pullman Resort. P U L L M A N. Um, I keep Bill telling Bill everybody, Bill. I I recommend the Maldives one time because getting there getting there is fucking terrible (laughs) i it was so i mean we we did add on the way there it took 48 hours but that was because we had one longer layover that was um self-inflicted i (laughs) fucked with my passport i didn't realize it until like a week before (laughs) self-inflicted that's rough i had i had a passport issue um i may have told people about this on the podcast once before but if you're traveling internationally your passport needs to expire at least six months or later than your return date. Don't fuck around with that. You could get caught in another country. That's insane. And what is the point of that cutoff date then? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how how is the average person supposed to know or check that? Right. Oh, my God. Not I, that I'm surprised. It's not six months everywhere, but that's like the number that they say regularly. Like It'll save there. your ass if you do that. Well, thank you for, yeah. for telling me that. Um and a couple other things, just so people know, because uh, I had to look it up. The, the Maldives are uh, on the, is it the southern tip of India? Like an island? Yeah, mission? it's south of India. South yes. south of India. And just so everybody water. knows, um, <laughs> to Tommy's point, so I saw this video that he showed me, and I would describe it as one of those places that you see pictures of and you say, gee, that is so beautiful. It sucks that I'll never be there. Um, <laughs> that, that's how amazing it, and, and truly like heavenly it looks. But... I would love to get out there one day to to experience it. Um, even though that's going to be a lot for me because you had five flights, mm-hmm. which oof, it was. It's four flights on the way back. That, like I said, we had one right. that was self inflicted. Sure, uh, that's a good point. But um, you the, have to fly to a hub in in Europe from America. You have to fly to a hub in Europe. Then you have to fly to the Maldives itself, which is its own country. And then to get to your island, you have to take one more flight. So that's why um, it, we we took. Four, five because we had to fly Florida to Atlanta, Atlanta to JFK, JFK to Qatar, Qatar to the Maldives, and then Maldives to our island. I'm islands. exhausted. That's five flights. Uh, you could probably take it down to three, and it would be a lot more reasonable. But just anytime I fly over ten hours, I don't know if I can do it anymore in coach, man. I not that oh. I had the money to not do to not do it in coach, but fuck, it's horrible. I, I will tell you what, man. Um, so whenever we went to uh, Japan, which mm-hmm. by the way, I look back on that and we, it was a 14 hour flight to get out there. And anytime I think about it, I'm like, how'd I do that? Yeah. Because just how would I do that? Mm-hmm. Not only is it 14 hours, but I'm, I'm kind of off and on on planes and turbulence and everything else. That being said, you're on a flying fortress. So honestly, there was like no turbulence whenever we went out there, but it's just a really, really long experience to do something like that. <clears throat> but uh, 
Another reason I would like to get out there is because, seriously, without like diving into politics, which it really shouldn't be a political topic, um, climate change is real. Now, regardless of whether what you think about the severity of it and the causes of it and everything, that's where politics come in. But sea levels are rising, and uh, the Maldives is the lowest country in the world. And elevation wise. Yeah, thank you. Elevation wise. It's going to disappear. Mm-hmm. Like it's literally going to cease to exist. Not tomorrow. Did you say in the next 30 years? I, I remember reading something. I'll say that it's it's close, you mm-hmm. know, in the scheme of things. Like yeah. that's not far away. I mean, that'll happen in our lifetime. So if that's something that's important to you, and if you want to visit a disappearing <laughs> island nation, that might be something you want to prioritize because <laughs> yeah. it's not going to be there forever. And actually, coming back to uh, full circle with Dom, Dom, sorry, Don, and specifically Tom, the advice that he gave to me and Tara. When but we talked Tom to him, is my dad. Yes, thank you, <laughs> Tom Senior, as we call him, even though he's not a senior, nor is Tommy a junior. Um, he said, "Don't wait mm-hmm. to do anything." Yeah. And I loved that. And, and I echo that sentiment to yeah. the nth degree because you just don't know. Yeah, that's been one happen. of his that's been one of his saddest things that he's said so far. He's a pretty positive guy and like really one of the most healthy mentally people I know in the world. And strongest. I'm strong mentally. for sure. He's um he just said, I'm I'm really sad that we didn't get to do all the traveling. And they traveled a lot. I was gonna say what's nuts <laughs> is I guarantee you they travel ten times more than the average person. Uh, a lot. Maybe more. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but they just they still that was the goal, you know, retirement. And they even talked about living like in Portugal after like they had an empty house, yep. you know. So yep. um I'm gonna end one with 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 a picture from the Maldives, this like specifically from the flight. It's my favorite picture I've ever taken of Claire. Mm. And it was after 12, it was like at the end of our 14-hour flight where she claims she didn't sleep a second on the flight. (laughs) She was sleeping whether she knew it or not. (laughs) She she, she is a zombie in this picture. I'm glad that we're doing this auditorily and not video wise because she's claimed I can't show this to anybody but I'm showing it to Alex that's the beautiful nature of (laughs) of our friendship that picture is (laughs) ephemeral in my mind it will fade away it is funny whenever Tommy started down that road I thought it was going to be like a really beautiful picture of Claire (laughs) like really cute something nice and it um, was Claire in a picture that she would not want to show other people (laughs) so I do understand and and I've, I've been there done that so I understand that but Tommy it's a pleasure, man. It's I'm very so happy good to, to be have back. you back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so excited about Craft Heads in 2022. By the way, I, I always do this at the beginning of the episode. It is Tommy said it's a Friday. It's November 12th that we're recording this. So whenever I get it out, you know for a frame of reference. And um, closing thoughts uh, again: Craft Heads Podcast at gmail.com. If you ever want to contact us that way, email. What is email? But um, there's the Patreon. If you want to become a patron, join the Discord and get in there. It's a good time. It's a party all day. Uh, and also, <laughs> I'm glad you like that so much. It's great. Dude, we, we've got people active all the time. It's a party all day. It's good. And um, also, quick shout out. I should have done this at the beginning too. 
Um, shout out to my old podcast comrades, Nick and Simon. Fuck you guys. Uh, fuck them. <laughs> oh, Good, goodbye. No, because um, back in the 2v1 days, which was our first podcast, then I left to do Craft Heads with Tommy. They took a hiatus. And then I'm going to say Nick generally spun up with Punish. And uh, he also does that more regularly with uh, uh, another person I, I knew from the school that we went to growing up. His name's AJ. They do with Punish podcasts. They do primarily video games, uh, but other things too. And I was, I've been on two episodes so far. I was on episode 35. It was mainly about Doom, the, the games, and the atrocious movies, if you're interested. But I also just recently recorded one uh, within the past couple of weeks. Episode 41 is uh, on Metroid Dread. And I wanted to do a Metroid Dread podcast for Craft Heads, but Tara only watched me play probably three quarters of it. I knew Tommy couldn't like play it and crank it out immediately into a podcast. He's got way more important things to do. So if you're a gamer, and more importantly, if you're a Metroid fan, I strongly encourage you to check out episode 41 because it, it was a really good time. I thought it was a good episode. And holy shit, play that game because it was the first new installment in the Metroid franchise in 19 years. The the devout have been waiting for a long time. So and and it's it's a triumph. It's absolutely amazing. So check that out. Um I don't know if I said this. The Doom one was episode 35. So 35 and 41. Uh you you did. Okay, um, thank you. And I thought you said episode 34, but 35 and 41 final answer. <laughs> Got thank it. you. Cool. Um speaking of video games, we'll see most of you and talk to most of you in very, yes. very soon. Yes. Because a very exciting Shit. news in the video game world that Alex actually didn't even know about until I just came over here today. Kind of in a bubble, dude. And Tommy knows <laughs> that about me. Like, I I pay attention only to what I want to. And the funny thing is, Halo is something I want to pay attention to. But it's one of the reasons that I kind of ran out of steam on 2v1. Like, I, I just don't keep up with the news and the release dates and the reviews and all that stuff. So, spoiler alert, Alex yeah. said it right there. Halo Infinite coming oh, out this oh, Sunday, okay. dude. Oh my god! <laughs> or Monday. I, I'm gonna try and uh, I'm gonna try and crank this out before then, so that people. Oh, yeah, that's a commitment. I have to get better about cranking them out. Like in October, I was really, really good about it. So, uh, and we have a drive. We're going to visit some friends and family in Alabama this weekend. Well, hopefully, if I have time now that life might be getting back to normal, I can help. That would be incredible. I would love to. I've always wanted you, to. I got to hook you up with this software. That's the only thing because um, this Schaefer. Um, it is, but maybe I can share a license. I don't know. It's fucking amazing. But you guys, thanks for listening. Uh, again, CHP 2022 is going to be based as fuck. So CHP yeah. for life. Yeah. Join the party. Thanks for listening, especially to the new listeners and extra special thanks. We, we've been getting some new patrons here and there, and I stopped. we stopped doing the gorilla chants <laughs> on, the, on every episode. So just thank you if, if you're a newcomer and a new supporter. We truly appreciate you, and we're just going to keep on uh, cranking this shit out for you. Yeah, it's all about – CHP is all about community. Like, it's funny because the podcast is great, and we love doing the podcast, but, like, we're there all day in the, the Discord. So, like, that's the community right now where there's the most activity. So – uh, send us your questions, comments, thoughts, feedback, concern, all that good stuff. And uh, we'll see you on the airwaves and the internets. High five to end it. High five. <laughs>